Breakfast with Nick and Sean on My96. I'm in a little bit of panic mode, Nicole. Why? Well, I'm not. No, which is unusual. <laughs> I know. I'm the. You're usually the slightly more panicked one, and I'm the calm one. I don't know what you're talking about. We've we've seen a couple. I'm always of, calm. Oh, very much so. <laughs> um, but recently, I was told that I've uh, I've got to get out of my apartment. Yes, because they're selling, and that's fine. They gave me plenty of notice. Right, they did. Uh, yeah, and I thought, you know, I'll just have a look around, see what's out there. Mm-hmm. Found a great place. Which is literally across the road. Yeah, you're really lucked out with that. Where I live now. Uh, And good deal and everything. And they were like, okay, um, that's great. You can have it 1st of March. Sweet. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Good news. Happy to have, you know, found a place to live. That's very lovely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although I'm now in full packing panic mode. I thought you were just going to pack all day Saturday. That was the theory. Yeah, (laughs) you never leave it to the last minute. Well, I thought it would be okay because... I got the weekend, which is a perfect, nice moving time. That fell out well, too. Do you really have that much stuff? I don't, but I have really struggle mm-hmm. with that. The, the idea, I thought, I'll just leave it till Saturday. Yeah. And I'll get a whole day, and I'll just get it all done. Right. No, that's not how my brain works. No, it's not. You don't <laughs> leave packing to a day. It's just not how you should be doing you it. You shouldn't, know. Not that I should be getting anyone advice on moving because Just, I've moved like a billion times since I've been here, so. Yeah, and, and last time, well, one of the times you moved, you mm-hmm. asked me to come and help. Right. And I said, sure. Yeah. I'd love to help. Mm-hmm. Turned up, you weren't there. No, I wasn't. I was at the gym. You just, of course, you <laughs> forgot to tell Moving me. Moving was already you done. There. Yeah, but you could have let me know. I know. So, but I'm helping you on Sundays. So. I know. So the payback is lovely. Yeah. That's one of the great things about moving. Mm-hmm. You, you end up with that, the payback system with your friends. Can I bring beer? Uh, is that acceptable? Of course you can. Okay. Well, we I don't can, know. No, you can. It's we can Sunday, walk like... stuff across the road. It's fine. Right. Exactly. But I get into that mode where I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll just, do, I'll just do a little bit. I'll just mm. do some organizing. And then it just... It's a spiral. It is an It is a downward spiral. It's a tumble down a hill. Also, it's exciting when you move, too, because you find a bunch of things, and you're like, oh, I didn't know I had this. Yeah, I've discovered or a why few why do I still have this? Why do I have this has been the bigger question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I did that, that the Invisalign thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have every single one of those <laughs> things that are never going to be used again. I have a question. Yes. I won't be moving the large things, correct? Of course not. Okay, no. perfect. That's why you have a boyfriend. <laughs> Come over Who, and help me out I, I asked him yesterday, I was like, do you want to help Sean move? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Which, A, is, you know, great of him, and I, yeah. I thank him very much. Mm-hmm. But B, he didn't have a choice. You're early in a relationship. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell him to do something. No, 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 you I didn't have to tell him. him but even, Maybe uh, he had plans. <laughs> even asking him is telling him, which I, I mean, I'm still appreciative of him. And you had said to him early in your relationship as well that you ha- he has to get my approval. Oh, yeah. Getting your approval is more difficult than getting my parents' approval. So helping me move is certainly going to help with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a it's an awful, awful place to be in. Even though, as you say, I don't have much stuff. Yeah. But just that panic is ridiculous. Moving sucks. Yeah. You know what the worst part about moving is? Unpacking. <gasps> oh, I don't want to do that. Sucks, you're already Why moved. Why did you do that to me? I hadn't even thought that far. Always looking... Always looking on the bright side. That's me. With so many ways to get your news, you may think you've heard it all, but maybe you missed this. 
To mark the beginning of Lent, Christians around the world celebrated Fat Tuesday yesterday. With it being 2020, a petition has been started to change the name of the holiday, with those offended stating, every Tuesday is beautiful. I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel better about that. Mm-hmm. Police Point Park will be taking hatters out this Sunday on a walk to try and spot the newest residents in the South Saskatchewan River. Park staff say some people easily confuse otters with beavers, but otters are the ones who don't give a damn. A pair of newlyweds from Colorado have shown shown their love for cannabis as well as each other on their big day with a full-blown weed-themed wedding. Guests of the wedding said the whole day was a complete bong show. With more and more streaming options for consumers, Netflix is teaming up with an online casino company to try and attract new subscribers. This means you'll be able to place bets on things like whether Adam Sandler's next made-for-Netflix movie will be a pile of garbage. Jack and Jill? What was that horrible one with Jennifer Aniston? Oh. Oh, God, uh, let's not. Don't know. According to a new study, there's a reason people don't like coriander. Scientists say it has to do with our DNA and also the fact that you're a little bee. Call me a little bee then. (laughs) And airport security workers in the United States have been banned from using the app TikTok. Employees say they're not too upset as they have plenty of opportunities to see foreign objects in places they don't belong. Yep. Mouth. I'm yeah, sure. Okay. I'm Nicole Welsh. I'm Sean O'Neill. And that's what you might have missed. There's a brand new world record for holding a plank, and I guarantee it is gonna make you rethink how fit you are. Got something to say? Call Nick and Sean at 403-548-8296. It's my mornings on my ninety-six. You are quite the gym rat, Nicole. Yeah, I'm okay. You uh, got up this morning to go to the gym. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I do that, but it's a, it's we have a, a busy day today, so I figured I'd get it out of the way with first. It's good. It's commitment. Um, do you plank as part of your fitness regime? No. Okay. But <laughs> I could. <laughs> you could. I mean, if I wanted to, I probably could. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you okay. could. But I don't want to. That's that's a choice you've so, made. Yeah. And that's fine. Really is. Uh, I've been doing those, uh, like the video workout things. Ah, uh, yes. And there's a lot of planking in that. Mm. And there's a lot of swearing. Is there any wall sits? Uh, no, not in this one, Just thankfully. planking. Just a lot of planking. Cool. Uh, and usually, you know, you hold it for about a minute right. in these workouts. Yep. And I end up just swearing and screaming and shaking. And Of course you do. And I mean, I'm re- I've gotten reasonably fit recently. Yeah, but that's just so difficult. It is very, very hard. So, yeah. a, extra appreciation for the new Guinness World Record for holding a plank: eight hours, eight hours, fifteen minutes, and fifteen seconds. That's sick. That's just plain sick. You'd be ripped after. Uh, you'd well, be like Arnold. I think you'd be ripped before being out of plank for eight well, hours and, and 15 after. minutes. Uh, and if you want to feel a little bit worse about yourself, it is set by uh, an ex-Marine. Okay. Which makes a bit of so, sense. So, yeah, okay. He was a DEA agent as well. Right. Uh, but he's currently 62. Okay. <laughs> well, back to the gym. <laughs> he's twice my age, basically. Yeah, okay, cool. That is incredible. Uh, he said, obviously, he's done a whole bunch of training for it. Right. Uh, he trains, trains four to five hours a day in a plank. But why, though? Well, so you can set a Guinness World Record. I know. It just doesn't sound like any fun. And, no, it's not. definitely not fun. And I don't think you really even get anything for, for setting a world record, do you? 
No, not really. Gets you know what I book. did for four to five hours the other day? <laughs> Napped? Watched Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> you would be, there'd be far more competition for the Guinness World Record of binging Love is Blind than yes, there I is know. for yeah. blanking. Um, he also uh, does to train 700 push-ups a day, okay. 2,000 sit-ups. Normal. Uh, 500 leg squats. Ah. And then 300 arm curls. What, where, do you do anything else in the day? I yeah, thought, how does he have all this time? <laughs> well, I guess he's retired, so you're just going to work on that. I guess so. He's making you look... You know, usually people that retire just, like, go on trips. Maybe a round of golf. I know. No, I think I'll do five hours of planking and 700 push-ups a day. Cool. Uh, he also did a trial run... You know, just see what I can do you know, for the Guinness World Record. Normal. Uh, did over 10 hours. All right. So he <laughs> technically failed at this yeah. Guinness. Oh, so wow. When he was doing the what Guinness What a one, loser. Pathetic eight hours of Ugh. planking. It just makes me rethink my current fitness regime. If I can get over a minute, I am pleased. Yeah, a minute's easy. I could do it. Oh, All right. Well, let's see then. Okay. You want to throw that out? I will. I'll throw it on the gauntlet. Let's find out what, who, I should say, mm-hmm. people between you and I, okay. who think could plank the longest. All right. All right. We'll get we'll the see. opinions in. We've got a bit of time later on today, and we will find out which one of us. We do, actually. We have a lot of time today. Yeah. So we could, we'll test this theory. So vote first, <laughs> and then we will see... Which one of I us? like how everything is a competition. It has to be. It has to be. This is pre-Throwback Thursday. Well, we went on, we did that uh, Hughes for Humanity last mm, year. Yes. And we both looked at each other like 100 meters from the finish line. <laughs> and of course, we needed to sprint it out. And we pretty much tied that one. Yeah, and we have short legs. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right. Who is going to win today's plank off then? You can vote on Twitter or text 403 403- <laughs> Four five eight three ninety six one. Can Nick or myself hold a plank longer? Guess what tomorrow is. I've heard You're never going to guess, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, I, I don't know. It's Retro Day! Oh, okay. Uh, celebrating the retro and vintage stuff that you have in your life. Uh, have you been to the new antique store here in Medicine Hat? I have not yet, surprisingly. Mm. It's called the Rail Yard. Stopped by last week. Picked myself up a vase. Oh, lovely. I've been known to be quite the... Lover of old things. Yes. That sounds weird. Your um apartment is <laughs> a treasure chest. That's a great way that's a great way to describe it. It looks it, it fits though. If it's you, yes. It doesn't fit the brand new apartment building. What are you talking about? <laughs> totally fits. They were I don't think when they built those beautiful new apartments they were thinking Goodness me, I hope someone moves in here and puts doilies everywhere. That'd be There's lovely. There's no doilies You've in my got apartment. you doilies, I'm sure. Uh, I may have a few. I don't know See? where they are. <laughs> See, what about my paisley chairs, though? Those are lovely. Those are lovely. Yes. But again, a <laughs> little different style. <laughs> Whatever. It's modern. Okay. It's totally making its way back. Uh, anyways, I'm a huge retro buff, so today we want to know what's the most retro thing you own. See, John? I... Well, uh, there's two things. I like my things modern. I'll yeah. be honest. I like I like new and and uh, you know in the the twenties, the two thousands. What the twenties? Back to the twenties, the twenty twenties. Yeah. Um. The only and and the other thing too is in this industry you end up moving quite a bit. Right. Right. So I often purge every time I move. Okay, that's fair. Which means a lot of old stuff goes out. Mm-hmm. The only things I think that would really count as retro 
are some old T-shirts I have from other jobs that I've had. Yeah. So we're talking maybe 10 years. Okay. Uh, oh, I do have my little Penguin Vic. Ah, yes. From when I was a kid. So that's, uh, I guess, 35 years old. So oh, that's, wow. Yeah, a stuffed penguin. There you go. That's my most metric. Wow. I, I don't know if I feel better or worse about that. That it's a stuffed penguin? That that's Or that his name is Penguin Vic. <laughs> diddly woo. <laughs> I love him. I love him. Uh, most retro thing I own. Oh, goodness me. I Get know. the list ready. I know. It's like I have to go through the file folder in my mm. head. Um, my mom had this really old radio from Slovakia. Oh. From the old country. And so when I was kind of like moving... I told her, I was like, I want that. So I took it. That's cool. Uh, that's pretty old. And the globe that I have, that you're oddly obsessed with. <laughs> I love that thing. It's pretty cool. It was my grandpa's. Oh, you see, that's a good... And that's- it's from the 60s, actually. Ooh. It still has the USSR on the map. <laughs> <laughs> and it has this cool stand thing, too. Yeah, it's pretty funky. It's very interesting. I lost the little tag on it, though, which is kind of sad. You have to think... Like, it's funny that there's things like... The USSR is still on there. Right, yeah. Because you can't imagine that people who are making globes of the world were like, I reckon some of these countries will change their name at some stage. Nope. You thought you would have thought you were pretty solid making a map of the world. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. things change. Pangea. That's how old my globe is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Up on our Facebook page, Kristen said troll dolls. Oh, Those my Those things were goodness. terrifying. They were like naked, first of all. Yeah. And they had weird hair. The worst ones were the ones that went on the end of pencils. Oh, I know. They were naked and then just a pencil <laughs> up here. It was very odd. I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. That's very disturbing. Very odd for a child's toy. Uh, Erica said a strobe light from her dad when he was a teenager. Oh, gosh. I'm guessing, oh, I mean, I didn't even know how early that was, but when people just own strobe lights. We need to get one for the studio. <gasps> that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be cool. I don't know why people had them in their bedrooms. That's just weird. <laughs> no, I don't find that so- comforting to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sleeping well. Same with the lava lamp. Just like oh, the texture of, of the lava freaks me out. I love those. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Leanne said one of those uh, shell suit jackets. <gasps> and there's a lovely picture up on our Facebook I know. Too. It looks so... I want it so bad. Did you have one of those? The uh, shell suit? Uh, I don't think think so i had a lot of interesting clothes when i was a kid <laughs> my mother used to dress me all the time in dresses so oh that's not your style uh, not not day I mean, to day I like, no yeah if i'm getting dressed up then yeah oh ah, yeah dressed up um but there's usually a lot at like value village and stuff oh haven't found a good one though oh, i'm gonna keep looking sad day um, <laughs> i had one and it was a teenage mutant ninja turtles oh one. you're the coolest pretty cool what one was it uh, it was all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty lame. Uh, actually, it was a Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, because in the UK, where I got it, they weren't allowed to use Ninja in it, apparently. <laughs> okay. I've still never gotten to the bottom of that one. Cool. Uh, and Sean said a champagne bottle Oof. from when the Tigers won the Memorial Cup in 88. Hmm. Guess maybe there was too much celebrating being done. I guess so or just kept that one as a little uh souvenir a little memento oh yeah the 16 17 year olds on the team probably had a lot of fun <laughs> oh, i'm sure it's hard to be positive all the time 
Sometimes it's hard to find words that sound the same She finds the good things in bad things that you text in In one minute you'll see how good bad things can be Nick's not negative Nick's not negative As usual, Nick thought, oh no, this is going to be difficult But you've come up with a bunch yeah, I have a few. See, this is the way. I love the positivity of this segment. I mean, I have a few. Listen to you. Go. <laughs> there we go. Today's topic was from Harry. Uh, talking about the main one was, of course, people leaving that little bit in the milk that isn't enough for you to use, but mm-hmm. they don't feel like they need to replace it. It hasn't happened to me in the past. Um, we thought we'd go a little more general as well with uh, things that can happen with a communal fridge. Someone stealing your food, someone leaving it in there for too long. Anything communal fridge related, usually a pretty negative topic. Yeah. So we're going to find out how positive you can be about it right now. Um, just say milk in French and it'll make you feel better. Ooh. I had a conversation about this yesterday. <laughs> okay. Le. Le. Mm. Uh, maybe it's skim milk and that's garbage, anyways. Ooh, that's an excellent point. Uh, maybe the person you dr- that drank your last bit of milk becomes lactose intolerant <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> It's a little karma. Yeah, right? Uh, It forces you to eat something other than cereal for breakfast. That's excellent. You know? Um, Going back to the communal fridge Mm -hmm. thing, uh, people won't eat your food if it's moldy. Oh. Neither will you, hopefully. (laughs) But at least least they didn't get it. Exactly. I like it. Um, At least you have a sense of smell. Oh, yes. Excellent. Very true. It could help out if you're on a diet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Uh, at least someone else gets to enjoy a majority of what you were going to. <laughs> Making other people happy. Uh, sometimes two wrongs make a right. <laughs> Do you want to explain that one a little further? I mean, like retaliation. Oh, all right. You know? That's Again, karma. Mm-hmm. And Ross from Friends said that turkey sandwich was the only good thing in his life, and you're most likely less pathetic than that. <laughs> less pathetic than Ross from Friends is what we're going with. Yeah. I like it. I know this is a while ago, uh, but do you... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just a little one. Yes, go on. But it's a while ago for me, too. That's true. Do you remember what you were listening to at age 13? You bet I do. Okay. That was when... That's when music was music, my friends. All right. Uh, that was when I was just discovering the world of grunge. So like early 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Foo Fighters. Ooh, Foo Fighters, uh, yes. Well, Foo Fighters might have been a bit later. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. That was, and oh my goodness, I had a time. Did I have a time then? I had my Doc Martens. My long gray shorts and flannel shirts. Did you have long hair at this point, too? Uh, not yet. Okay. No, I was just thinking about the... You should bring it back. I should not. I should definitely not. But yeah, that was definitely my scene right then. At th- 13 was when that was beginning. Interesting. Uh, new studies suggest that most people discover their favorite band at age 13. Agreed. So you still listen to what you were listening to when you were 13? Um... I don't listen to it as much, but I, mm. if you asked me my favorite band of all time, okay. I would say Pearl Jam. I don't think we can be friends anymore. What? Ah, Not a big Pearl Jam fan. That's fine. We Listen. We can agree to disagree. We've discussed this. People can have differing opinions I don't know. and remain friends. I don't know. It's, it's hard to prove, but we can do it. That seems pretty far-fetched to me. Uh, ten different factors that influence your music taste. Friends. 
very much so. Okay. Radio? Yes. Movies? Uh, my fine movies was more of a thing back then. What? Because we've discussed this. So, like, soundtracks in movies oh, man. were a bigger deal back then, I find, than they are now. There's so many, like, sick movie soundtracks. I'm can't sorry. Believe it. <laughs> you can't be friends with me because I like Pearl Jam, but yeah. you drop the word sick. I can. Okay, we can yeah. still be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's getting tough. I know, this right? <laughs> uh, your father or mother influence your music oh, taste. Oh, very much so. Uh, TV, yep. concerts and festivals. Yeah, except I feel maybe at a festival you discover another music. Right. Yeah. yeah, okay. But usually you're going for a couple of the bands yeah. that, you, that you like. Uh, siblings, mm-hmm. social media, uh, and hobbies and interests. Um, That one confuses me. Why? How does your hobbies and interests influence your music Maybe taste? you're a violin player. <laughs> okay. I don't know any violin players. You don't? Uh, Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, he, yeah, very wasn't good. Wasn't he a cello? Uh, I believe so. But, you know, <laughs> close, close. Close enough. Ballpark right? here, yeah. <laughs> I think we should all be glad I'm not listening to what I was listening to at 13. Oh, goodness. Um, probably a mashup of, like, Green Day. Do you remember when Green Day was huge? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, do you remember Taking Back Sunday? No. Just like the most emo garbage on the face of the planet. Were you emo? No. Oh, thank goodness. Why? Because that would have been friendship over? That would have been the end of it. Okay. My Mornings with Nick and Sean on 996. Sick movie soundtracks. 